Welcome back to the Like a Bigfoot podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ward. This week, it's my first time interviewing uh, three people at once. <laughs> um, I have the staff of uh, Compass Design, and that's Compass K O M P A S. Anna Popovich, John Pelkey, and Ali Watson. Um, this is just a wonderful, I had a wonderful time talking to them, a wonderful conversation. Um, they're a small company, three people, three entrepreneurs, and we talk all about from everything from grit to how to successfully communicate um, and to the importance of setting short-term goals and sticking with them. Uh, they just got done doing a 30-day challenge, and they'll get into that in the show, but they basically... Um, we're tr they're trying to change habits and based off of their habit change, they're seeing uh, all of these positive benefits to the way they work together um, and to the way their company is ran. Uh, so it's super cool. We talk a lot about yoga in this one. Um, we talk about the benefits of, of really just setting a goal and working towards that goal. Um, so like I said, I really enjoyed this conversation. These guys are awesome. Uh, I went to high school with Allie. She is just one of the coolest people um, that I've gone, that I went to high school with. She was out in Colorado for a while. She was a ski instructor um, for the longest time. And uh, just like an adventurer, Colorado kind of changed her into this outdoorsy, adventurous, really cool um, person. And she's teamed up with John and Anna. They're out in Vermont now, which looks unbelievably gorgeous. Like Vermont just looks like it'll blow you away. Um, and yeah, so they're really working towards achieving some really great things. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Uh, go to their website, Compass Creative. That's K-O-M-P-A-S creative.com. Um, they got some really cool stuff going on there. Um, if this is your first time listening to the show, make sure you go on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, look at the rest of our episodes. I mean, we're over a hundred at this point. Um, we have some really interesting, interesting guests, previous interesting adventure stories, uh, interesting stories about people working towards some pretty, uh, amazing goals. So go and check that out. That would rock. And, uh, hope you guys enjoy the show. I love sports stories and it could be, Oh yeah. It could be a sport like golf or something that I don't care about, but if it's like a really good story that draws story. me in, like I'm totally in a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, then you would love like uh, John's sister, actually, Amanda, she plays for the um, USA women's hockey team. What? And she was in, yeah, she was in South Korea. Um, February in February, yeah. yeah so so it was fun, actually. He was there. Watching, he watched the gold win, like he watched the winning game. So that's so amazing. That's, yeah, that's so that cool. Yeah, yeah. I remember my daughter, my first, uh, my oldest daughter was born um, during the uh, the Winter Olympics, like the previous one. And I remember oh. watching women's hockey lose to Canada in like the third period or oh. maybe it was overtime. And I was like, no. Yeah. And so yeah. and so this year watching it with Harper sitting her down and 
and watching the redemption was pretty awesome yeah oh my god i saw that picture of her with the skates and everything on that was so cute (laughs) i hope she plays hockey that is the cutest thing oh my god she loves it too and she'll fall on her butt and you know in my mind i'm like she's gonna fall once and just be really upset and gonna have a miserable time but she'll fall down and like get right back up and i'll you know i'll keep going yeah and i'll pretend to fall down too and i'll be like oh (laughs) i fell too no big deal <laughs> so oh kids are kids are so great about that they just yeah. get right back up and just keep going that's so actually cool. like i feel like uh especially like within a creative profession i felt like that we i've spent the last few years of my life kind of going back to being more like my my kid version just of yourself of yeah. myself yeah like they have a lot more together than we do in some regard they do and it's like they're they're um being pliable and having grit yeah. uh that's something that almost gets like taught out of us it seems like yes so true yes yeah uh, we're so much more resilient and curious when we're younger and so much more like um uh, we don't waste as much time i'll tell you what little, yeah little kids don't waste time <laughs> Oh yeah. Like, oh, I don't like this. I'm gonna go do something else. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. That's so yeah. true. And they're very. They're so much more observant. Um, it oh, shocks God, me yeah, and it surprises me what my daughter notices or what they both or, like, notice. Like the things they say back to you. Yeah. Where or, I'm like, like repeat back to you. Yeah. I'm like, how did you remember that? I can't even believe. <laughs> yeah. It, you know. <laughs> Which is so cool. So yeah, that's kind of something I want to talk to you guys about today. Um you know, you guys are entrepreneurs and that skill and what you just said, those lessons are so huge in being successful. Uh, like, I guess there's a bunch I want to get into. So first of all, will you guys like introduce yourself for the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to just us individually and do, do you, any specifics just cause there's, I don't know what. Yeah. Um, it- yeah. Age, education, profession. <laughs> sure, why not? This is my so this is I mean, my we first. Can talk about like I mean, do you want down. us to talk about like how we met or yeah, uh, like you know how far back should we okay, go? Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, so my name is Anna Popovich, and um, I, I actually moved to the United States when I was ten. I'm not going to go that far back for that. <laughs> long, but, uh, John and I met. John and I met in college, uh, in high school, actually, freshman year of high school. And um, we reconnect, uh, and then I went to Loyola, John went to Boston, and Allie and I met at Loyola University. Mm-hmm. So okay. that's kind of like where each of us first kind of touched points. And um, John has a degree in industrial design. I do in advertising, and Allie does in. And I have marketing. Yeah. So these are all separate from us ever doing anything together, but they kind of line up together in their own way. That's just like a little little quick history right? yeah um but uh in 2015 john and i co-founded compass design which is the co- uh, which is our service industry it's what we uh, service company it's what we do and basically we use all of our degrees in, in marketing and design and we've done print projects and web projects logo and branding as well as product design that's cool and that's like that's the, yeah that's the most uh technical yeah <laughs> Yeah. And so, so that's so cool. I like your guys, um, company and your designs because you aren't kind of like stuck in one box at this point. Like you guys are trying all sorts of different things. Um, 
which is really neat. And I think it's, it's a way to figure out, you know, what, like where you're going to take it, I guess, if that makes sense. I guess that's like the, the point that drew me to, to these guys. Um, yeah. You know, I could see that I knew for a long time that they wanted to start a design company. I knew back in college that these two were going to start a design company. And Anna said, you're going to work for me someday. We're all going to work. You shouldn't say that. She said, we're all going to work together someday. And which, you know, I kind of had in the back of my mind. Um, but when I when I first um, kind of had the inkling that I wanted to join them, it was more like I really wanted to have the entrepreneurial lifestyle um, and just be able to to build something for myself and to be able to like feel like I'm giving purpose or like I have a purpose, like I'm giving back to the world and in the best way possible. So, you know, and the best part about design is that it's really part of everything. And, you know, we say, we like to say that we live a creative lifestyle and and everything that we do, we try to make it as creative as possible, whether it's fixing something around the house, whether it's a project we do for a client, whether it's renovating the office right, or, <laughs> or even starting this 30 day challenge. I yeah. mean, this kind of like popped up out of nowhere. And it was one of those things that, um, you know, we had been talking and talking about we need to incorporate yoga into our lives. We need to start reading all these books we have on our bookshelf. We need to start drawing more often. And we finally said, you know, like, let's just do it. So we we set a goal for ourselves, and uh, we actually we actually tried it once um, before this. We completed this thirty day challenge, yeah. and uh, you know, it it didn't we didn't complete it because we didn't have the right structure for ourselves. But with well, yeah, I think and first let me just to Ali's credit for one second. Ali was also starting her own businesses in Colorado by herself. Uh, when John and I had started Compass, because I'll never forget getting her business card and looking at John and being like, how the hell have we like had this company going for this long and we don't have our business cards yet? Because <laughs> we had been we were obsessing over our logo for a good long time. And, you know, and, and, and I think that it just says something. There's a lot of uh, being an entrepreneur doesn't mean just having your own thing. I think it just means that there's a certain type of lifestyle that you're very, very drawn to and values that you're very drawn to. And we're all three of us individually have had that in us. Um, and I think what happened when we came together was realizing that we're much stronger together than we are apart. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and that's kind of where that first fail happened with the 30 day tracker, because we each kind of, so we decided we wanted to do those. Uh, we wanted to do three values a day that would incorporate the things that we had been talking about, but never doing, which is, Reading for uh, 15 minutes to a half an hour a day, doing yoga once a day, and then doing uh, something creative like drawing or uh, once a day. And having us be individually responsible for ourselves uh, was, I would say, the quickest, you know, I say fail fast and fail I fail fast and quickly. We fail fast and quickly within like a, two or three days. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was because it was, it was we were it was so hard within just a regular lifestyle to like make that a priority when so much else seemed so much more important yeah. which is which was interesting and a hard realization because you know these things are important we just don't know how to give them like that value and um the second attempt we made we each became responsible for a task so we were in charge of that task of for, that the te- for the team for the team so it was a, a team 30-day tracker. We each had our own responsibilities. Yeah. Yeah. And, so uh, 
well, and that's interesting yeah. because the power of a team and the power of of a group of people is it can just it can like totally out like outweigh someone trying to do something by themselves and like having an accountability partner and having someone keeping you on track um or even you know i'm sure there are moments where you guys didn't want to sit down and read for 30 minutes but then you're like i don't want to let down the the rest of the group yeah right absolutely gotta get your star yeah so we we build a template yeah (laughs) i thought you'd like that as like a teacher i gotta respect the star system okay okay so there's a yeah there's a psychological thing to it like seeing those stars and not wanting to like not get them i gotta say i didn't appreciate the star system as much in school as I do now. Now I just like I see that chart and I it's like we gotta get those stars. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's two AM, you have to do it. It's That's- also healthy competition because you know, if Ali's in charge of yoga and I'm in charge to make sure that we have that like reading intake, if I don't get my star and Ali does, I have a blank spot and that's staring right at my face every day. But not just for you, it's for all, all of us. You don't yeah. want the team down. You don't want to let the team down. So it's like it's just this really healthy, like natural, like um, balance of responsibility. But it's like responsibility for the things you care about and making them like just making them a priority that way. Yeah, because you were you mentioned earlier, um, you know, when you when you set a goal, you you get, you're all excited about it, but then like life kind of punches you in the face and now you're like you have this yep. giant to-do list and you're like well maybe i can push yoga back down the list and then eventually you might not even get to it um how did you guys like when you first started off how did you manage that like what were the first couple of days like uh, so <laughs> yeah i mean they were interesting we, we like had to figure out the right timing for each skill or habit, I guess you could say. Um, You know, we tried a couple different things with the yoga. We tried it in the morning, which was a little more difficult for us just because, you know, typically in the morning, our our normal workday is like responding to emails, doing client work. You know, the most important things come first. And then, like you said, yoga gets pushed back towards the end of the day, which actually ended up working out for us. Like over time, we realized we were doing yoga at the end of every night, but how good it made us feel. We're like, let's just keep doing this. So, you know, it'd be one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. Sometimes we're like, all right, we still got to do yoga. But if we do like five or six stretches that are really slow and relaxing, it's like, okay, that's going to make us put us to bed much easier. Flexibility. So so we were flexible with all the different things that we were doing. Um, You know, as as far as like John taking control of the creative or like the drawing aspect, um, he's our artist of the team really um and he taught us a couple different uh drawing skills which were super helpful um you know just in order for us as a creative company to be able to express our ideas like visually we need to know how to draw and i mean i for myself honestly like i could draw much better than a stick figure so (laughs) so any so any skill is wonderful for me um but you know on top of the drawing we also did like some nights you know we played pictionary like we played on friday night we played pictionary with Anna's mom and it was super fun it actually like was one of those things we weren't we weren't too sure how it was going to turn out but it ended up being like a really fun experience i think it's it's mostly about um like when you're doing something like this for yourself and that you're trying to incorporate the things that you're passionate about you have to have like a structure and a flexibility to it so 
it was really important to us that we didn't make this something that would stress us out. Yeah. Because you wanted it to be something that you looked forward to and that you like really like it's much easier to getting those stars when you're really passionate, you're really excited about doing it because whatever we would do for each task was always felt rewarding right after. So uh, the biggest struggle I think for us was when you do get busy and we got like doubled up on client projects and all of a sudden we don't know where the day goes and that's what Ali was talking about. And then all of a sudden it's like 1230 at night basically the next day but like until you go to sleep it doesn't count so (laughs) (laughs) true you know like one one o'clock rolls around and we're just starting yoga for the next half an hour and that we've had many nights like that where it was like past midnight and the thing is you don't want to wake up and not have that star and and it's still and she's right you know going even to bed even doing it really really late when you're tired still gives you that reward right after Mm -hmm. so like but not having the stress of like, we never made it something of a bad thing. It was always a good thing. And I think that's what I would say to somebody is make sure you don't make it a bad thing. If you, if you can't, you know, like do the yoga for a half an hour, do it for 15 minutes. Yeah. Like be flexible with yourself. And for the drawing class, that's, it had to evolve a lot because they didn't really like, I've never taught a drawing class before. And for, for them, I think a lot of times, especially late at night drawing, can be uh, tough, so we'd have to just do like coloring. Yeah, and, and coloring and it became a relaxing yeah. thing. So keeping it positive and fun definitely made it like uh, a thirty-day challenge successful. Because I don't think you know there was times if we had to keep doing drawing class. Oh every yeah, time, no, it, it takes a lot of mental. No, yeah, it was too much sometimes. So flexibility. We could, yeah, we changed it up, and sometimes we had to even make uh, drawing class and and work combined. Uh, doing invitations for people and just evolving yeah. it that way too. So. And that's the other thing we would encourage. Like, so <laughs> now people can, you know, when we do reading, this isn't each because when we try to have each of us individually read, you have three different people reading like, you know, either the same book or a different book and we're each spending that time. So because um, we're really trying to focus on our health during like the cooking times, Two people would cook, one person reads. And what that would do is three people are taking in the information and we're able to discuss it at the same time and really get the most value out of it. And we all get our stars because that that that's taken that value of that knowledge is taken in it, which is why we want to do the reading to be inspired by the information. So yeah. like, you know, customize it. Don't like put yourself in a box. Like be very, very custom with how you do these things because the goal is to be successful at it. Yeah, definitely. So, John, when you were teaching drawing class, um, just as as a as a teacher, I find sometimes I I end up learning way more about a subject by trying to teach people who don't know much about it. So, like, what did your what did the drawing classes look like, and did you learn anything new that you can apply to your own like art and creativity? Uh, well, I learned a lot. Uh, one would be how to teach. <laughs> um, uh, well, I mean, it's been a few years since I've I've been in a drawing class, so you know, just going back to the basics for me was really helpful, and and then showing that to them, I think, um, you know, I had to learn like it taught me a lot about where they are and their drawing skills, and um, I mean it's it's evolved so much that like 
just being flexible, I think, is, is another thing that I've learned from it. Uh, yeah, perspective, understanding how like they see things, I think is communicated is going to make for better communication in the future when like we yeah, we review a lot of projects together and like if I'm doing the artwork and then now I know how they see things better. Um, it's been it's been great. It's been really, really helpful. Yeah, man. I got to imagine. I don't know. I don't like I don't own a business or I mean, I guess I, I teach I teach kids, but like this had to affect your company's communication together. Um, and oh, I know God. like so you and Anna are, you know, engaged and about ready to get married. But but even that like so that means you're close anyways. But I mean, in a working in a working way of communication, how has it affected you guys? I think that, uh, I think that, you know, like, I think we, there's definitely in different relationships, if you're like, uh, going to be a spouse or not, or your kids or parents or friends or partners, like communication can differ a little bit, but I think that the most important things that like it's helped us develop is that should go across the board for all of those is an understanding of patience and like like learning how to how to kind of um, communicate honestly it's perspective because when you're teaching you can't you know you're you're teaching i don't know how to say that not your it has to be done honestly because yeah. you're trying to really show someone those real thing those real skill sets and and you know a cr criticism can be tough but when you're learning a new skill set that's what that's what's part of the process so like having us be able to like give each other critique and grow. And when Ali was, you know, Ali's a, um, is a yoga instructor and her teaching has grown from that and her being able to guide us with like a stronger voice as well. It's kind of brought us all in individually into our own skin, into our own skin, which has helped us like communicate with one another much, much better. Right? Yeah. And, and on top of that, being able to like see how each other learns and see like how to talk to someone else. Like I can tell a difference between how to communicate something to Anna versus how to communicate something to John. So so I think with that, it has been so helpful for us as a team and mm -hmm. has really helped us grow quite a bit. And yeah. it takes time and it takes that work. And I mean, the habit tracker is part of that work. Like when we, you know, what happened is we were doing these things for a year. We were running Compass Design. We were doing our creative work. And, you know, you think that creativity is like this easy thing that just comes whenever you want. But like if you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not living a well-balanced life, like you will hit a wall. You won't be able to think of things. You won't be you won't be able to create. You have to. There's something really important about living a well-balanced life and, and how you connect with your environment and the people around you. Oh, yeah. And we started this tracker for that. Yeah. We started it so that it could put us in a different place to start, you know. Kind of force our way. Force our way into understanding it. Understanding yeah. everyone else's perspective on things. Yeah. Yeah. And each other. That's cool. And, and also, like, yeah, communication is, it's fascinated me recently because for the most part, I would say everyone wants the same goal and then if you get to even like a smaller group of people yeah. like your company like you guys are all working towards the same goal and yet you know i know because you know anytime you work with people sometimes issues come up and like un unwanted drama comes up and a lot of times it's just due to lack of communication or really not understanding like you guys keep mentioning perspective like if you don't understand where someone's coming from and you're trying to like work with them. That makes it super hard to work work together. 100%. And I mean, we we align like 
and what brought us together is our purpose and our values aligning. So like, I know I'm sure Ali had mentioned that um, the values, our four values are, are to uh, be inspired, get creative, live better and do good. And those are the things that like we incorporate in everything we do in life. And that's what connects us. So what forces our good communication is that at the end of the day, that's number one for all three of us. So every conflict is secondary. Like if a conflict arises, the goal is to solve it because the values are the most important things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to live a better life and to do good and to get cre- to get creative, you can't have drama in your life because it distracts from that flow of creativity. So you have to get good at communicating so that you can avoid those things that take away from your life and take away from your creativity. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, so what other kind of unexpected outcomes have a, a arose or arised i don't know how to talk apparently (laughs) what kind of uh what unexpected outcomes have you guys had based off of this experience well i would say for for me personally um i've just started my teaching yoga experience um i just started teaching locally here in vermont uh, a couple months ago so it's been it's been a whole new journey for me it's it's exciting um but it's been kind of nerve wracking. I get really nervous with like public speaking and especially like sitting up in front of people. And (laughs) um, so uh, this whole 30 day challenge is, I mean, 30 days straight of teaching yoga. And yes, of course it's to the same two people, my two best friends, (laughs) but, um, but it's really, really been so helpful in, um, in just my speaking skills, quite honestly, and like, and giving direction, like yoga is giving direction. Like teaching yoga is saying, okay, lift your right foot place it in front of you, you yeah know, that yeah. kind of thing so so in order to for me to build those type of skills has kind of helps me break out of my shell in a certain way oh that's um, so cool then, yeah so that's been super exciting it's been very empowering too oh yeah for sure yeah i it's funny because you do notice sometimes i've been doing a bunch of yoga over the last couple of weeks and you notice sometimes like you know if if the direction or if giving directions if the direction is unclear you're for a second it takes you out of that like yoga flow and you're like wait where's my my left foot or my right foot yeah <laughs> and exactly. and you know and that's part of learning and i'm always like if if somehow it's not clear like the really good teachers realize that pretty quickly and then are able to correct it definitely which is cool that's awesome though like yeah i mean you got uh, that's the thing. Like, it's so scary to start something new, like teaching yoga. Like that would be very intimidating because there's, you know, 10, 20 people in a class. It's completely silent and they're all just listening to you. And you're like, oh shit, I got to lead these people for like one hour. (laughs) You should see her face right now. But, but I guess (laughs) my point, I personally have seen Ali's confidence level go up so much. I mean, I think a lot of it's the yoga and, you know, the teaching every day. But um, she also lives in a European household with uh, a lot of big personalities. So I'm sure that that has something to do with it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you you, you definitely become more confident. That's a good thing. Yeah. And I guess like, you know, if you think about doing that just like out of the blue, of course, it's going to be intimidating. But starting with just two people, your two best friends, like that's nothing to be ashamed of or anything like that's super cool. And that's actually like a really good stepping stone to, you know, maybe the next one's like five people. And then after that is 10 people. And then you just become more comfortable by actually doing it. 
Absolutely. With- oh yeah, and I mean, when she's doing it every day, it, it's like driving. You, you all of a sudden you stop you stop realizing you're doing it sometimes. Exactly. It's so natural. I mean, I'm not saying that in like you know. <laughs> I, I got a little worried. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, she uh, Ali has a really great voice for the yoga, and I think that um, at least like for me, this 30 day tracker, and we were just talking about this before we got on the phone call, is that you know when you're Edit, we're in our 30s and we feel like we should have everything figured out to a certain degree. And I feel like the world doesn't share how much you're allowed to not know still and still yeah. be figuring out and still be growing and still and still be like evolving. And, you know, this company started with one idea. And I'm so happy that I've had these two and that I've had this 30 day tracker to challenge my thinking and to challenge like the way I see things and the way I work to make sure that I can find a better, more accurate purpose for myself. Because I I thought I knew everything about me, like going into like turning 30 and having done this, I'm like, wow, I, I never ever went to any gym classes or any of those like athletic things. I used to make fun of yoga, actually. I, I used to True. Say, uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, they can't keep me awake. I don't understand it. Like, you know, I, I don't get it. And now I couldn't, I, I mean, it's only been 30 days. This has never been part of my life. And now I couldn't even imagine my life without it. Yeah. And I think that that's what this, these track, like you can customize these things and have them help you discover more of who you are because there's so much more to discover. You just, you, you know, you just haven't like challenged yourself in that way or you haven't, you mm-hmm. know, like I tried yoga once and it didn't work, but I'm glad that I tried it again or I was open to to doing it again and giving it another shot to see like you can't you kind of can't give up on it and that's what the tracker helps is like it keeps you on track to not it doesn't let you give up for that period of time yeah and it definitely took me a week and a half (laughs) (laughs) there was a lot of fighting oh yeah it's it's a struggle until you want me to do what (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's definitely like even so i've been really consistent about it for the last two weeks and it wasn't until yesterday where I actually was like, oh, I think I'm getting good at yoga again, you know, for like two weeks straight. I was like, man, I'm so yeah. inflexible. And and some of the poses like my hips, I can't even barely do. And then finally, after doing it two weeks pretty consistently, it finally there was like a breakthrough. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course, I'm not going to yep. be amazing at this when I haven't done it for a couple months, you know. That's 100 percent. it. You feel like very weak in the beginning and then am almost empowered because you're like oh okay if i just keep at it then i can do this and i can then you see possibilities instead of like the restrictions or yeah become more comfortable with it yeah Yeah, definitely and that's such yeah that's such a big lesson just for life in general i'm a huge fan of like have you guys heard of the like compound effect like that snowball effect basically yeah it's essentially the same thing where it's like basically the idea is like the little things you do consistently like although at first it might not seem like it's a big there's a big difference like i'm sure the first few weeks of yoga or even the first few weeks of doing this 30-day challenge it might not have felt like there were huge changes right away but then after like over time as long as you keep doing it that stuff builds up and builds up and builds up and yeah exactly like a snowball effect it just 
eventually you're like, wow, this did ha- make a huge difference in my life. Because c- can you guys imagine a year from now if you keep up this 30 day oh, yeah. challenge and you keep doing these same habits? Can you imagine like the changes in all of your lives after that? Oh, yeah. We're. We're, we're going to see how long we can go with it. Yeah, we hope, I mean, we hope that these just become skills that are, yeah. day to day. you know, part of our lives every day. Day-to-day stuff. It just, it, it helps, like, even when we color at night or we do yoga, it's just like an over the overall in our lives improves, like just the overall feeling and, and, and yeah. I, sleeping better. Sleeping better, yeah. <laughs> I could Waking tell, I could rest. tell within the first week when we had started doing yoga, I could see a huge improvement um in our mental state and happiness like i you know more smiles on our faces um saying positive things like being more present in the moment um you know i try to be really aware of of those type of things but it's not easy you know but but incorporating these things into your life and and trying to be the best possible version of yourself it's it's only not only beneficial to you but to everyone around you yeah, that's so cool. And you you guys were talking earlier about, you know, we're all in our early 30s um, and people seemingly it's like people what they post on Facebook and stuff is like it almost feels like everyone has the world figured out but yourself. And then you realize once you realize like no one has this thing figured out, like we're all learning as we go. And as long as you're willing to accept that and become a lifelong learner instead of just someone who is like, ah, apparently I'm terrible at yoga, so I'm just never going to do it. Or apparently I'm good at this thing. So I'm only going to do this thing. Like as long as you're open and willing to just experience life to the fullest, like that's so important. And so it's something I think like just seeing everybody on social media, almost it's a, it's a detriment because you get this weird feeling like, Oh, everyone's got this figured out. Yeah, I think it's how you end up, like, I I couldn't agree. We were all born to learn. Like, that's what we're meant to do. And, like, what's so awesome is that we have the access to all the information and we have the access to all of these cool, um, like, yoga is not something that I would have maybe had access to if I was still living in Croatia. It's not very big there right now that I know of, at least. So, like, you know, we're very, very blessed with what what we have here. And I think that, um, I think I kind of lost my point now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I do that all the time. No worries. But yeah, no, I was thinking Croatia, and then I just start, my brain just went one way. <laughs> you're going. You're going to the World Cup already. Yeah, well, um, the wedding is a month away. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that that little event. Um, but you're you're right, and I think. But I also think like we do have all this information at our fingertips. But like I could go on YouTube and read about yoga all day. And watch videos about yoga all day. But unless I'm actually doing it and like, you know, experiential learning is huge. And a lot of people are unwilling to actually take the step to actually go out and experience um, something new. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't be afraid to like look bad or you just have to be exactly change. You have to be willing to just put yourself out there and be vulnerable and just go for it. And like, um, you know, I think the biggest thing is just you have to be open to change. Yeah. And, and uh, it definitely helps to have people around you and surround yourself with people with the same goals. And values. And I think that's 
most of it is who you surround yourself with. Absolutely. And staying flexible too. Yeah. Yeah. And the social media, I think that's, I remembered what it was I was going to (laughs) say. Nice. (laughs) You know what? But it's like, because, you know, I have to, I think I have a, you know, we, Ali and I have a degree in marketing and and advertising and then it's just social media. I got to say this, it can be very bad, but it depends on what you do with it. Exactly. If we were all more authentic and all more honest and we talked about our failures and we let it out and we weren't ashamed and we could just be who we were, we could inspire each other more than more than trying to make each other feel bad. Yes. You know, like it's what we do with it. And, and, you know, I, I think like, this is my personal belief. I don't want to think that connection is bad. Like, cause it's not supposed to be there to make us feel bad. I want to, you know, I hope that like what we can do is inspire people to live the values that we're living, or maybe to try them out and see if that, that does something for them. If that awakens a fire in, in them or helps mm-hmm. them find their passion, because like we we have access to each other now and we should use it for the things that make us better as a whole you know and and it is it social media can be used both ways and yeah. i'm just hoping that in the future like our all of our kids and the younger generations can grow up as that being something that drives them and motivates them and doesn't bring them down and hopefully we can set the example for that yeah definitely and i think like you're right you're 100% right the um being like being open about yourself like the ups and the downs and the the failures and the successes like that's so huge um that's what makes you you it is yeah and it's like and it also just breaks that idea that perception it's like no man everybody messes up everybody fails at some point of their life and you can learn from it and you can learn from my failures and i can learn from your failures and yeah you know which is yeah which the is, only real regret is not trying. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what we should be not encouraging is yes. that fear. Exactly. And it sucks. It does. It's so uncomfortable when you aren't good at something and you try something oh, new. Yeah. It is. It's so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, you're right. You have the most rewarding thing. It's so rewarding. It almost the uncomfortableness is before you try it sometimes for me like yeah. if oh, i'm absolutely. if yeah if i'm going to a new class or something and i'm i'm like so nervous but then as i'm actually doing it and you learn and you notice yourself getting better like that's so cool i love that it's empowering and so like yeah. and that's what we keep using the word like it's it's almost like you come alive again yeah when you start feeling your power in your life and you start seeing like and, and when you start accepting, like, you know, like I'm still, John and I are still not anywhere near Ali's skills, but her determination and dedication inspires me and my own progress, my own growth in that inspire is inspiring me. And it's, it's such a, like, I'm like, how can something that feels so good <laughs> not be in everybody's life? Like, how come, like, you know, what are we doing that we're not doing these things that help us live better and that help us feel that, that positivity more? Yeah. Yeah. And well, and you, you know, that whole like doing something new makes you feel alive. We were talking about little kids earlier and how they experience the world. They're experiencing everything for the first time. And, and that's, you know, you always look back at your childhood and you're like, man, I just was like so carefree and so happy at the time and stuff. And that's why it's because you, you don't have all these weird hangups that are preventing you from trying something new. A hundred percent. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think it's kind of silly that like preconceptions of what something's yeah. supposed to mean. We shouldn't have to look back on our childhood as that's the best times of like things <laughs> yeah. should get better as you grow, you know, yeah. like we totally. should be able to hold on to that. Mm-hmm. I do. I do feel like a grown up kid sometimes. I have to be honest. <laughs> I'm 30 years old and I'm like, I sometimes feel like I'm like 10 and it feels great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that feeling. I was today, I was riding my mountain bike and it was like oh. eight o'clock in the morning. And I'm riding by this busy highway driving up uh, that goes up to Boulder. And I just see every, like a lot of people in their cars. And I was like, oh, man, I, like I feel like a kid right now because I'm not I'm a <laughs> yeah. teacher on summer vacation, <laughs> yep. you know? Yeah, awesome. <laughs> so that's that, what I think that's like the feeling of being yeah. alive. Honestly, you shouldn't lose that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when I think and tell me if you guys agree, but setting a short term goal, like a 30 day thing. Like, mm-hmm. how is that different for you guys than if you would have, when you started this, if you would have said, we're going to do this for a whole entire year? Oh, God, we would have failed. It would have been too big. Like, yeah. It's intimidating. It, it's, it's the, like, I mean, even entrepreneurship, quite honestly. Like, mm-hmm. so if, I mean, one of our favorite podcasts is um, How how I Built This. Uh-huh. Um, it's and, a, yeah. NPR, right? Yeah. That's yeah. great. And, uh, it's so great. But half the time there, you know, when they ask them the questions, their response is usually, if I knew what I was getting into, I wouldn't have gotten into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you have to set the goals. Like you cannot dream too far ahead. You have to have enough to keep you busy and to be a challenge, but not to weigh you down. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of, I, I, cause Lindsay and I, my wife and I have done these little 30 day challenges and you know, they just, they seem way more doable and fun and fun. Yeah. Cause you're like, yeah. and then if you go into it with like, Hey, like in 30 days, if, if I'm not enjoying this, I can just let it go and I don't have to go, continue yeah. it. But I, but then you tell yourself like, I do have to make it that 30 days. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. It's such an obligation. Yeah. I mean, we're doing, we just started our second 30-day round. Yeah, second round. And I mean, whenever I've heard anybody talking about doing anything for 100 days or for a year, like usually the person says that they didn't start with the year goal. It's just that they did a first 30 days, then a second 30 days, then Mm -hmm. a third 30 days. Then all of a sudden it was like, okay, well, since I'm already like, you know, this far in, this far in, might as well. And, And that's how they end up getting to that. You know, I I thought about the hundred days for us, but I I try not to talk about it too much because I'm I'm not trying to psych myself out. <laughs> I have a wedding coming up, and I don't want to like feel that kind of pressure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, you guys are totally gonna have to do everything super early in the morning on wedding day. Oh my god, yeah. Well, we were hoping True. we could do like a Ali could lead a yoga class. Oh, I've been I've been kind of wanting to plan that. That like, would be have... so cool. Right. Yeah. What a great wedding gift, right? <laughs> You could totally, Allie. That'd be amazing. I know. I'm, I'm, that's kind of what I've had in my head for a while now is like be able to teach because all of our friends and John and Anna's family are going to be there. We have like, I think maybe 50 Americans flying over to Croatia for this wedding. So it's going to be a pretty big crew of people. Um, so I would be so excited to <laughs> teach a class like to just all the people we know over there. And I'd I think be, that'd so be so excited fun. to show off my new yoga skills. After. <laughs> that would rock. <laughs> Yeah. And then Ali, you could be like, I've taught yoga in Croatia. Like, how? That's yeah, so cool. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
that rocks. So I do want to ask you guys, like, what what books did you decide to read, oh. and did you guys decide as a team or like individually? We did decide as a team. We've had we have this bookshelf um, that we've had a ton of like different design books, um, creative books. Uh, you know, different, like a bunch of different things from um, like different, um, like you different know, recommendations yeah. that we've had. Like um, you would see different bestsellers and stuff, things that you just like you've always wanted to read, and then you buy it to read it, and then you don't read it. So that they've been kind of like staring us in the face for a while, and we're like, oh man, we should read that book. Oh, yeah. I should read that book. You know, so of course we're like, okay, this is something we need to start incorporating. So we started with two that were more. So we wanted to incorporate it into work somehow, so that or that it would be um, beneficial to where we were at, at that point. And uh, the first two books we did were both from Austin. uh, Cleon. Cleon, yeah. And I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, It's Show Your Work and Feel Like an Artist. Okay. And um, they're actually really, really great books. I would recommend them very, very thoroughly. And it really talks about um, creative people and like getting over... So I, so Steal Like an Artist is helping you understand what creative inspiration is and what stealing creative work is and yeah. to find the balance between that because creativity is such a broad thing. And I mean, you see it all the time on the on the news with people trying to distinguish one or the other. So it, it was it builds kind of a comfortability, but it also educates you on like the, the process of the creative work. And then uh, Show Your Work is actually the one I like a lot more and that one is just gets you comfortable with sharing the things you learn and it tells you how important it is to share the knowledge that you're gaining because that's how you give back to the people that gave that knowledge to you yeah. so that was really that was really cool that's and huge then, yeah yeah, yeah I, those are really great books yeah you don't even know who will be affected by your work too like there will be some unexpected unexpected people who come up to you and you're like, wow, like I love what you're doing. Like it's so inspiring and it might not, you know, it might happen like a few years later, (laughs) which is, which is interesting. And that's, and that's what a lot of um, the things that they were saying too, like is just to, uh, to open up to your curiosity and to open up to other people is really what those two books, the biggest things I got from them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those were super, super helpful, like work wise and, and getting us like, to be more expressive and comfortable with the with the things that we're creating and how to share them. Uh, we also read a couple other books, more like lifestyle type books. Um, we have one that's called Ikigai, The Japanese Secret to a Long and Happy Life. Great book. So Ikigai is like a Japanese word. It's how the Japanese describe like your reason for being, like your purpose or why you're here in this world. So this whole book is about a lifestyle of happiness and like, how to how to create that for yourself um and so it's finding a balance between these four things it's what you love what the world needs what you can get paid for and what you are good at so the balance between all of those is what your ikigai is basically your passion or what you should be doing with your life so in reading this book you know it talks about exercise it talks about food it talks about yoga it talks about just pretty much every part of a lifestyle and community structure Communi- and um communication too yeah. yeah like it's a it's it's a very very it's gonna be 
it's a very useful read for anybody, honestly. Yeah, so, that was, that's what I was going to say. This is a book for everyone. Yeah. yeah so it's Ikigai, and yeah, I don't want to like make you guys spell something, but oh no no yeah <laughs> okay well it is Japanese it but is, yeah I K I g-a-i perfect A-G-I. okay yep. sweet yeah i definitely want to check that out because i think that's where people's people lose touch with their happiness is if those things aren't necessarily in alignment with each other like if their purpose oh, yeah. doesn't fit into what they spend most of their hours doing it's it's really easy not to be happy you know oh totally and and the book helps you like put like the thought process behind some of those feelings that you might have and like it just it gives you information that you were missing but you were looking for that's so cool yeah that's awesome so you guys i do want to ask you real quick you're in vermont correct yeah and so what kind of like adventures like outdoor (laughs) adventures do you guys get into there because i think vermont is one of the most underrated adventure states like it's beautiful. There's so much wilderness and I, it just gets for, to me, for whatever reason, it seems like it gets overlooked. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, never mind. It's terrible. Uh, well, this, uh, having not been born in Vermont, i I just took on skiing recently. Yeah. And I don't know how I ended up so lucky with a partner like Ali, I get yoga and skiing in my life. Perfect. (laughs) So that has been a real, um, for me, that's been a new passion of mine. I've really enjoyed it. Honestly, like there was, there was a lot of reasons why I moved to Vermont, but, um, I, I always tell people Vermont is like the perfect mix of like the Midwest in Colorado, which is where I've spent most of my life. Um, so, you know, it's, it's kind of got this really low key, small town life feeling, but you have the outdoorsiness, you have the hiking, the lakes, the waterfalls, you have all of that right here in, uh, you know, at your fingertips, but without the, the stress of being in a city or the amount of people. And, and that was kind of one of the drawbacks for me about Colorado. Like I love Colorado so, so much. Uh, but it just ended up being too crowded for me yeah. at a certain point. And, you know, it's it's unfortunate because it's so beautiful there. And I and I know you're there. And, and of course, you and your family enjoy it, you know, to the fullest. Um, but Vermont was more of like, it, it kind of felt like home for me. Like where we live in Montpelier, it feels a lot like Muscatine. Like it has that That's small cool. town feeling. But I can still go hiking. There's, you know, and oh, and it's it's just like the perfect mix. So there's a lot more opportunities for those outdoor adventures for That's us. That's perfect. And they're That's all so cool. close. Like we, if we're having like a slow day at the office, like we can grab the camera and John will grab his drone and we'll drive up to a waterfall or try to check out a couple waterfalls or see places we haven't seen. And um, like it's just nice to be able to get to those places within like i mean the first half an hour 15 minutes sometimes for us and that's this having yeah walk right outside yeah i mean we live right near like a little park so like just Mm -hmm. to go walking outside in nature like vermont is like there's more nature and beauty than there is anything else so like that ratio is what is really great for everybody you can just I, I, you find it's a real peace. It's inspiring too. Yeah. It's very inspiring. I think that growing, I mean, for me growing up yeah. in Vermont made like, had a huge influence 
because of how like the community is around here too and the people and how like my parents um are both self-employed um they have their own small companies a lot of people um on a Anna's parents came here as immigrants and started their own company that's now successful. And it's kind of just like the lifestyle around here. Very and supportive. Yeah, very su- supportive of all small companies and people and... Um, and encouraging and, the, and everybody values, and that's the other thing that really, so for the adventure, everybody values the natural habitat here. Everyone's very protective of the environment and, and um, we're very lucky I mean, we're very lucky. We used to live in Chicago, and I love the city. But to be able to just kind of pick up a book and, you know, go go sit outside by a stream and just, like, that's a real blessing. And that's a, like, there's a real peace and, like, joy that comes with that. And and having the space, yeah. Yeah. Having the space. That's so cool. There's, it yeah. looks beautiful. Um, I'm just looking at pictures of it right now. I'm like, whoa, this place. Yeah. But I won't tell anybody about it. Don't worry. <laughs> You should come up and visit in the fall. It's. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure it's mind blowing. Oh yeah. That's so cool. So yeah, that's that's awesome. Like I, you guys seem like a very healthy. You know, like I just I think to people I know who have worked together who are friends, and then they start working together, and then it's like, oh man, that's that's really hard to manage. Like a relationship of friends turning into a work business thing is really kind of a weird a weird thing but you guys seem like you got it you have it together yeah yeah it definitely was a transition for us yeah and from my perspective anyway but i think with um just how we manage the communication and like knowing that we all have the same goal i think that's the best the best part you know like we know that we have each other's best interest at heart and we're and we all have chosen our struggles I think where people where people sometimes like disconnect is like when you don't feel like you choose your struggles, like an entrepreneurial life, a startup life can be difficult and can be very tiring. But like when everybody is on the same page and choosing, choosing those things, then it's much easier to connect and stay synced up. Um, so like like Ali said, just to reiterate, like to have the same goal and to have the same value is just it makes it so much easier because you cut your opinion comes secondary. And that's where I think. Uh, teams disconnect yeah well, we have problems too you know when we do have problems because obviously we do oh well, yeah you know, but we aren't afraid to like talk to each other about them and be honest and just get it out there and i mean you should see ali <laughs> ali when she's like witnessing john and i have an argument <laughs> 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 i think that was her like uh her like uh getting like just how do you how, how, i don't know how to explain it when you're like slowly like <laughs> testing the waters yeah it was more like pushing you in the water oh, yeah. <laughs> it was more of like a head first plunge <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that's well we a- like to resolve our problems pretty quickly so, <laughs> you know we yeah. don't like there's like, no tiptoeing around anything. no yeah, no no just get I it think out that, there that, that transparency out. helps though yeah. yeah that's i think that's the other thing you even when you think it's not worth the argument or worth the fight it's oh it always has to be worth it that's yeah. how that that's how the relationship comes first yeah, exactly. You have to put everything out on the table. Otherwise, those like weird resentments and whatnot. They build up eventually. They do. Yeah, which is definitely unhealthy. It's way more healthy to have disagreements and like actually talk about them. So, mm-hmm. which yeah. is super you cool. You will disagree. 
it's gonna yeah. happen. So. We're always gonna disagree. Yeah. yeah. Probably after this phone call. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope not. Well, so what's one thing? <laughs> what's if someone's out there listening to you guys? Well, actually, first of all, before we get into that, what does your you keep talking about your board and your gold stars? Is it literally just your names, the three things you want to do, and then a bunch of gold stars? Well, so um, it's this template I've been rigorously working on. It's honest, baby. <laughs> yeah. But um, right now, it's uh, it's three. Each person has their own three different rows, and okay. it's we. I break them down in fifteen days because that's the. It fits the sheet of paper better <laughs> and uh, the stars. <laughs> but uh, so basically. Um, I'm going to evolve it. I think where everyone does their own stars, but I've, I've been, um, I'm like that kid in school that has to be in control of the little stars and <laughs> having to put them on everybody's. Yeah. So it's three different rows with those three different habits, which is the reading and the yoga and the, um, art, like the getting creative. And then just each day we get a sticker across and then when it's done, it looks like this beautiful, like perfectly spaced arrangement of stars that's so cool yeah that's uh, my... i can send you a picture i've taken lots that'd of be awesome yeah so oh. my my friend calvin does something similar he does like a hundred day challenge and all it literally is is a grid and you just put an x through it and it's so dumb yeah. but it's like that little x or that putting a sticker up is so rewarding and so motivating oh, yeah. and you're like i can't yeah, miss the sticker today <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he had the yeah. elegant like simplicity of like let's make a grid and do X's. I just had to complicate it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like to do. Hey man, but if gold stars, I'm just like whatever works for you. Like if gold stars yeah. is what keeps you on track, then that's great. If a little X does, that's great. If it's just some weird agreement with your friend that you'll call each other every day, you know, that's, that's perfect. Good. Yeah, exactly. So, what if if uh do you guys have anything else you want to add just like if someone's listening to this at home what can they take away and i mean there's so many takeaways but what what's one thing they could take away or apply to their own lives it's basically just to start somewhere you know you don't have obviously not to have to start with three different tasks you know you can start with one and go for seven days you can start with one and go for 30 days or however long you like but it's just to start something to, to get your mind out of its normal routine, to kind of like get yourself to be a little more creative and, and to find more of your own purpose, whatever that might be. Awesome. I would, I would say don't be afraid because like, I mean, like when I'm like, I feel like if I'm afraid, that's usually my body telling me I should do it. Mm -hmm. Totally. I mean, unless you're going to go like swimming with sharks, then like maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I mean, like, be be brave in your own um belief like just just go like don't worry too much just try it like yeah. give yourself that give yourself that that bravery perfect do you have something john yeah i would, I would say just to stay open-minded about it and like you know if you think something's gonna benefit benefit you just go for it and it will so that's awesome. And, I mean, I think just and also just find something that you can be passionate about. It's going to make it a lot easier. Um, something you care about, and then um, 
definitely yeah, incorporating yeah. something that you are interested in what is super helpful and Absolutely. be brave in exploring that you know like it might seem random it might seem weird yeah. but just don't close yourself off to yourself you know that's awesome no, ju- no well, judgments or expectations exactly yeah. you guys rock so thank you so much for coming on the show what uh where can people find your stuff so you can find us uh, at compasscreative.com, okay. um, which is our blog. Um, and then you can also find us on Instagram at compasscreative. Nice. Um, and that's with so, a K, yeah. just to tell people. Yeah, yep. Yep. It that's is. Croatian, by the way. Nice. I was wondering yeah. that because I was like, is it compass or? <laughs> Technically, yeah, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Well, I said I my mean, first Croatian compass. word. Compass. <laughs> It's K-O-M-P-A-S. Perfect. Perfect. Well, you guys are awesome. I'm going to be rooting for Croatia this weekend. Thank just you. Just for you. Yay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for having us, Chris. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye. All right. There you have it. That's Compass Creative. Those guys are awesome. Uh, I, I didn't know how a conversation with, um, with three people at a time would go. And... I think it was amazing. I learned so much and it's just fun. Like I love podcasts, honestly, because it's fun just bouncing ideas off of other people. And, you know, so often nowadays, if if we're sitting around with a group of friends, you're talking, but there's just at least for me, because I've, you know, I've kids running around. So, you know, you're getting into a conversation and then your kids are doing something like, oh, I gotta leave my kids or, oh, you know, uh, there's distractions during conversations and the cool thing about podcasts is you get to spend an hour or so really focused in and really kind of like list like really focusing on listening and i know we talked about communication a bit in this episode and one thing i would suggest trying is just really eliminating distractions and when someone's talking or someone you're trying to work out something with someone really taking that time to focus on what they're saying, how they're saying it and uh, listening. Because once, once you start doing that and you work on those communication skills, what you can achieve just goes through the freaking roof. So, uh, so yeah, that's something I really took away from talking to these guys. They're, they're really, they really help build each other up and really help, uh, push each other to become better people. And I mean, why else are we put here on earth if not to push each other to become better people? Um, What's the point of doing anything else? Honestly, like everything else is a waste of energy. If you're bashing someone or bringing them down, that's a waste of energy. And when you are just in nonstop like motion or nonstop working towards a goal, you don't have energy to spare. So that stuff just like is way more harmful than it could possibly be productive. So um, why not boost other people? Why not push each other to achieve? And why not like use your energy maybe if you don't necessarily agree with someone or they might come off, you know, come off in the wrong way or whatever. Why not just use your energy to really like take take a second to like put yourself in their shoes and take a second to consider their 
where they're coming from, I guess. Um, so yeah, anyways, uh, a lot of things for me to think about <laughs> this week. So, uh, thank you guys for coming on the show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, compass design, check out their stuff. Um, apparently we just blew the lid off of Vermont being like a hidden gem in the United States. I'm sure some of you guys are like, no, we already knew that. But, uh, but yeah, I really want to go to Vermont because I was Googling pictures of it and it looked amazing. Plus Ben and Jerry's is there and that's the best ice cream ever. All right. That's where we're going to end it today. See you guys.